Welcome to Try or Die. Retake, retake. Ready. Welcome to the Try or Die podcast. My name is Ben Valley. My name is Braden Ball. And we just became directors in only one week. Or at least pretty darn close. Well, we filmed everything in exactly. one Exactly. And that's and what matters. And it'll be out within a couple of days. And you'll be able to watch it right here on this YouTube channel. Tuesday? On Tuesday? Sure. That yeah. should be doable. All right. You got it. I believe in you. <laughs> I think you're doing about all the editing. Yeah. So. It just it works out just because of the program and everything. That's fine. That's perfect. Yes. The directing and filming f- throughout the whole week was so fun. I worked 40 plus hours this week and we did all the filming. So it was awesome. It was a really good time. It's a very tiring week for spring break, but I wouldn't have spent it any other way. Honestly, me neither. I love spending the breaks. It, it just takes me back to Christmas break and like winter break when all of this started and we started writing our book during the week of Christmas. We stayed up all night multiple times and just sitting there, my family calling me an outcast because I was on my computer at this family get together writing 20 pages in one day 20 on Christmas. pages on christmas falling asleep on christmas eve from sheer exhaustion it's a beautiful <laughs> beautiful time yeah someone liked it that's ayo ayo um that is a good sign but yes it was a very busy week i would not rather spend my spring break partying and going to the beach and doing nothing with my life that's producing per, being productive towards the bettering of myself and my future mm. so i think that's all that matters somehow i got two likes oh did you like it maybe oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> i want to like, see yeah. if it was me that liked it and it wasn't uh, so that was, that was cool awesome so yeah we're live on youtube right now and let us jump into the first segment which is the quote of the week you go first oh boy so my quote of the week is actually from a snapchat ad for the united states navy and it's joining the navy sounds crazy never doing it actually is and you're probably wondering what how does that relate to us in any way whatsoever but it genuinely really inspired me because a lot of the time things that we want to do people say oh that sounds crazy or oh that's crazy but never actually making an attempt to do it that's what's crazy Mm. and i'm sure that's a ploy to get people to join the navy but I applied it to YouTube channel, to everything, and just how genuinely I believe if you see something in your brain, something that you want to focus on that, I don't know, that you just see and everyone else seems not to, it would be crazier not to go for it because you'll always wonder. And I'm very thankful that we're not wondering, you know? The craziest part is not going for your dream or your goal, your ambition. Mm. Speaking of Even dreams, though, yeah, feels crazy to do it. <laughs> I know. I can't believe we're here podcasting right now. That's wild. What is your dream? My dream. Uh, what is, yeah, what my doing? ambition is to start every podcast with prayer. Yes, we did not start. And we totally forgot. It is late as of recording this. Absolutely. I am on an all nighter currently. <laughs> I was thinking we should do like the same prayer every time. I love like it. A solid um, prayer. Yeah. All right, let's jump right into the prayer segment. Let's do it. All right, let's Lord bow our heads. Oh, sorry. Lord Jesus, I please pray that you that our words bring you glory, that we are productive in bettering ourselves, and we help other people better themselves. 
Amen. Amen. Do you want to add anything to the prayer? God, I just pray that every technical issue that may in occur is just better this week. For the first time ever, I think our audio sounds the best it has, and I'm just really excited to see how far you're taking this, God. Just keep working, I pray. Your name. Amen. Amen. Woo! All right. Amen. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Um, without the soundboard. <laughs> All right, my quote of the week. I'm ready is, for it. I heard it today at uh, Crossroads Christian Church, and it was by Evan, the pastor. He mm. said, "God is not counting on the White House to change the world; He is counting on His house." Mm. He said he was talking about how important the local church is. That we're so worried about who we vote into office, which is you know a, a serious issue, but I don't think people realize how much potential they have just being a part of the local church just being just that one follower um, for Christ how much you are valued and how much you are worth it's a lot more than you think it is and Mm. you can be so much more productive than you think you can because of God only because of him it's not because of what you can do he can use the most pathetic people and the most useful people it doesn't matter to him what matters is the willingness to be used. And so, yeah, but you can have a huge impact as long as you are willing to go out and try. That's all God wants is to try. It's the repentance is the turning of mind. Mm. If you go back to the Hebrew and Greek, it is the turning of your mind changing. It's just the, 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 the mindset. You are wanting to try. And that's what God wants, is to come as you are. Know better yourself and then come to God. He wants to come as you are and then just try. Hmm. I think that's so beautiful. Way too often we get in our heads that we need to change before we can come to God, that we need to get this sin out of our life. And people think that they're too far gone to be worthy of God's love or worthy of his kingdom and that's just so far from the truth God knows God knows the amount of hairs that you have on your head he knows that you're a human and that as humans we are sinful and that's why he offers grace and mercy through forgiveness through repentance and you're never you know there's not a point where you can say oh man that sin that I did that I don't think God can forgive that one that's just not true you just you got to give him a chance and i promise you he loves you just as much now as he always will as much as he loves me ben and it's just amazing and i just wish more people realize that god loved them how they are and wants to bring them like go over there and walk with them on this journey of, of difficulties because god is just so good and I, the image of him is so corrupted nowadays and it, i hate it think your willingness to be used will determine how much you will be used mm. not your ability that you think you have so you trust me the local church is going to be highly it can be highly effective if they believe absolutely so um yeah it was just very interesting that's what god is using is his house he doesn't really care about the white house Mm. Um, per se. So, you want to jump into the highlight of the week? I love that. Let's do it. Let's jump into our highlights. You want to go first, or would you like me to? Sure. Let's I'll hear go it. first. So, 
I'm gymnastics coach, and every other week we have this parents' night out. At the end of classes and clinics, we will uh, kind of just babysit the kids for about three and a half hours. And so I started playing football with this girl. She just wanted to play catch. And I'm guessing she doesn't have a father figure because she's just so happy. It was Aww. like she's never played catch before. Aww. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. But uh, so <laughs> we're throwing the football back and forth, and I'm like, oh, good job. Like, good catch. And she just, her face lights up. And she's like, do you think girls can play football? And I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know, I think so. I, I fully thought um, you were going to be like, no. <laughs> I think so. You just have to be really strong and tough. And you just, you'd probably have to play with a lot of boys. And she says, I think I could do that. I was like, I think, I think you could too. So we throwing the football for a while, and I kind of want to stop, but she's like, "No, please!" I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is great. This is." They make you want to have kids. No, it makes me not want to have kids mm. for sure. So we're throwing the football, but then the, another coach comes in, and he he brings a bigger football out that's not a child size, and he starts throwing it with me, and so I stop throwing with that girl, and she kind of gets annoyed, tries to steal the ball, but she can't, and I was just like, "You know what? I'll play catch with you again." If you can tackle him, you got to channel your inner football player. And so she like goes and tries to tackle him, but he easily avoids her because she, she's an eight-year-old girl. And so, but so she goes over and sits on the in the in the uh, corner, and I can just see it in her eye she's waiting for the moment. So Joe kind of gets distracted, and the, the other coach—I don't mean to say the name—he kind of gets distracted, and we're just throwing the football back and forth, and. I just see it in her eyes. She she goes and charges him full steam, drops her shoulder, and then hits him and bounces back like a basketball. <laughs> right? Knocks the wind out of her on her back, and he goes, if you try to hit me again, you're going in timeout. And, uh, yeah, so she failed miserably and got, like, knocked the crap out of her. Like, she hit. It was like hitting a wall right back. She thought, but she had so channeled in her mind, she was like, I'm going to tackle him because I'm going to be a football player one day. Oh. And it's kind of funny. You know, it's not like the movies. You're like, oh, they, they channel it on the inside and they're going to go do it. But I love that childlike faith. And mm. I see that so much while in gymnastics. You know, she fully believed that she was able to tackle this someone that was like 100 pounds heavier than her. And it brings me back to the story of David and Goliath where everyone was like, hey, be normal, be realistic, put this armor on and have this sword and go fight him. And he's like... No, God told me to bring this tiny little stone and rope out there. And he said he'll do the rest. You know, mm. I just, I'll throw the rock and he'll do the rest. And they're like, all right, come on, be be realistic. But that's just not what following God looks like. Is You have to be unrealistic. You have to have childlike faith that makes you think you can tackle someone way heavier than you. Mm. Like that Goliath, you know. So David goes out there unrealistically with a stone. And he conquers it. Mm. And I think that's just how, what we have to adapt is have that a little bit more. Childlike faith? Yeah. Be, not be childish, but have a more of a childlike faith. Just be unrealistic and let God do the rest and just mm. be fully willing to commit to that, to him. And trusting the process every step of the way. I love that. You know the movie The Lion King and the scene where – Simba is with the what I don't remember the little cousin lion that he ends up with, like marrying. Yeah, he marries his cousin. Yeah, Nala. Nala was Nala. What? Well, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. They're all, bro. They're all on a pride. They gotta be cousins, right? 
I I don't know. Don't know. Anywho, uh, I'll, like that <laughs> one part where uh, he's they're in the Badlands and the hyenas are approaching them and he goes to roar and it's just this awful little meow. It's just so. No, it's nothing spectacular whatsoever. It's very unintimidating. And then he just sits there and he starts believing and believing and believing. He, he has that childlike faith and all of a sudden goes to roar and Mufasa, his dad is behind him and lets out this like monstrous and sends all the hyenas fleeing. And I think the same thing happens with God. If we let that childlike faith, even whenever it seems like we've exercised it and it's like, Oh man, I don't know if that worked, but I'm just going to trust God more than I trust that doubt right there. I know for a fact that God will come in right behind us and just growl and scare away the enemy kind of thing. If you believe, if you have that faith of a mustard seed. Mm. And, oh. But that's a scary thing. Faith but is you truly, Yeah, when you truly are only depending on him is when he could be the strongest, which means you can be the strongest. Yeah, what was your highlight? My highlight of the week happened today, actually, at work. I ended up working very little today because someone wanted to have a shift. And I was, you know, I my family's not going to let me go hungry. And I still live at home. So I was like, okay, that, that's fine. Yeah, you can have my shift. So I went in to open and everything. And then she came later to, to relieve me from my shift, I guess is how you would say it. Anywho. When I was getting ready to leave, I was going to do some of my side work, and I went, and it was already done. And for those of you who don't know, when you work in a restaurant, you have this stuff that you have to do on the side, side work. And it's what you do whenever your tables aren't being taken care of or whatever, and it just keeps the restaurant, you know, in order and running. And I went back there, and all these lemons were cut for tea and for, like, fish dishes. And I was what? How did these get cut? And someone behind me is like, "Hey, Braden, I cut your lemons for you." And I was, "Why did you do that?" And yeah, she just said, "Well, you're always nice to me, so I figured I could be nice to you too." And that just really melted my heart because I didn't realize that I'd left that kind of an impact on the people there. Like I just act how I am, how as a Christian, God, His love just overflows through me, and that's how I try to act everywhere. And so to know that it's being noticed and everything just makes me want to glorify God so much because it's not me. I, it's, it has nothing to do with me. And it's just so neat to know that that's being noticed even somewhere like work where often I don't really think about it as much, sadly. Yeah. So it's just a beautiful moment, you know? That's great. Yeah, my conversations every day have changed. They become much more meaningful and much more Christ-centered. That's just where I direct all my conversations now. And some people don't like it. Some people do. But, yeah. It's interesting. It's a great thing. It's crazy how that that conversation could have been there the whole time. But it wasn't until we chose to have it. We chose not to be ashamed of the gospel. And then we noticed we were well, having these conversations every day. It's hard to talk about Christ or have your conversation centered around that when your life isn't centered around mm. that. So now that we have our very life... Very important take right there, and it's very true. Complete. Now that we have our life completely centered around Christ, it's much easier to talk about it and live it out. Um, but when you're just constantly living in things that are not helping you towards Christ at all and hurting your reputation, it's much harder to talk about it. Because you're living in sin. It feels... Conf it's very convicting mm. so mm. yeah I mean you don't have to 
get rid of your addictions and vices to come to Christ, but to strengthen your relationship, it's definitely needs to be done, however that is done. And I think you'll find that once you're close to Christ, you realize those addictions and vices, they don't really have such a grip on you. At least that was the way it was for me is I realized I'm actually not a slave to those things of the world. God has set me free. And it says that in the Bible. And it's such an amazing feeling. That doesn't mean you're not going to, you know, fall sometimes. We're human. We we sin. Every single day we have to die to ourselves. It's not just, okay, I chose God once. I'm good now. Because if, if, if it were that easy, it would kind of defeat the purpose of of the um, like the beauty of salvation and the whole story of Christ coming and dying for all of our sins. And so it's that beautiful sweet spot, I guess, of every single day. Paul says that we should die to ourselves and be alive in a new creation in Christ. And every single day you have that opportunity to not be a slave to, to the things of this world. Every day we have to pick up our cross. Yes. Um, and bear it, whatever that cross is. So, yeah, that's what we're learning and developing. And, by the way, I don't think we have an idea for next week's I challenge. was just looking at that. I was looking at that, and I'm like, hmm. I was about to highlight it subtly and be like, uh, So <laughs> There are three concurrent viewers. Yes, that is where I'm getting. So, you three <laughs> viewers. Same thing. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to talk. <laughs> no, so for those three viewers... Please suggest any challenges that you have for us to do in one week, seven days. Like, um, it could be anything. Uh, we've become writers in one week. We wrote a 100-page book in one week. We became comedians in one week. Became directors in one week. Became Lots runners. One-punch yeah. man workout. Just tell us something fun to do. Yeah. We have no idea. Exactly. There is one one person suggested in a previous live stream that we did of cooking an ethnic dish every day from a different place. Do we have time for that? Potentially. Let's see if people talk. Yeah. We want to hear from you. There are three con- people watching. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you want to see us do. Yes. And we're happy to at least give it a shot, see if it's possible. Because yeah. we are college students. <laughs> we'll do For anything. Now. Yeah. Absolutely. But back to this week. Yeah. I think we're done with the highlights, right? I do believe so. I. Is there anything more you would add? I don't think so. I think they've spoke beautifully. All right. This week's challenge. We became directors in one week, like we said earlier. How was that for you? Hike somewhere new every day. That would be great if I didn't work oh, four to eight. Only communicate in rhyming couple. <laughs> what in the heck, Craig? Rhyming <laughs> Craig. Craig. <laughs> Who's Craig, bro? <laughs> I would love the hike idea if I didn't work till eight o'clock. That's maybe that's beauty. Night hike. Morning hike. Morning hike. For bro, you. I have an eight a.m. to eight. Six like sunrise day. hike. Um, but yeah, that's a great idea. J-Rod. I think the only communicate in rhymes, like we're Dr. Seuss for a week. Like just whenever we talk to each other, we can only only Dr. Absolutely. Seuss. That would be like a side challenge, how we've done trying to eliminate filler words or things Cursing. such as that. Yeah. We have to rhyme in every sentence at least once. I very much disagree. <laughs> but great suggestion. Keep giving more. <laughs> <laughs> 
we do like becoming something in one week the idea of becoming dr seuss yes we like the idea of becoming something in only one week if you have an ambition of becoming something big like a runner or an author just do it in one week get it out of the way the bad parts but you still are considered an author if you wrote a book and published it so we if you could if we can become something that would be great or you know any suggestion is good chefs dr seuss was an author that is true <laughs> I, I i think i would fail immediately in that challenge Unfortunately. A lot of push-ups. But keep throwing out ideas, J-Rod and Craig. We want to hear. Anywho. How was this week for you? This week was amazing. I have fallen in love with creating short films, or just with cinematography in general. We had very, very little prior experience. The only prior experience I've had is from school projects in high school of just editing like just throwing footage together there was no no story to it no beauty behind it and i've acted in like two short films (laughs) that's been about it yeah we're about to be in a big one actually yes that would we should yes no not the one you're thinking of you don't know you're gonna be in it yet oh that (laughs) one yes but yes we have a couple we have another short i wouldn't say film but it's a short documentary that's going to be about the fear of heights. It's going to be awesome. That's going to be awesome. So we might be able to do that next week. Potentially. If we find. If we talk to our friend who has a drone. Yeah. If he can do that, that'd be awesome. But yeah, so we're going to be doing that. And so this week. I don't know what I was going to do. How was this week for you? This week for me was just really great i i just fell in love with it each day getting to sit down and plan out shots for the day trying to plan out a story trying to just plan the different aspects of cinematography i didn't realize how much went into it as in you can't just show up and start filming you have to have you you we often would go on site to get inspiration but we had a general story that we wanted to convey and we had to get from point a which was we had no idea to the end which we did know we knew what we wanted to happen as far as the plot we knew our why but we had no clue how and what and just growing through that journey throughout the week was amazing like tonight when we were filming the last little bit we completely changed our idea of what we were going to do even though we had a shot list and everything and it was just beautiful because i loved the end goal or the end product that we got rather than what we had at the beginning And so I guess one thing I really learned was how to go with the flow of things and just let it be, let the art speak for itself, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I love the first day when we all met at a coffee shop to plan out the whole thing. Just the ideas between all three of us, me, you, and Chase, were just flowing really well. You know, we were arguing, but it was kind of productive arguing um, that just got us to the right conclusion. Yeah. So um, it was really good. I loved that uh, brainstorm. Yeah. And we came up with this awesome idea, basically, where it's one person. It's just two people in this short film the whole time. I mean, because that's basically all we had time for. We only had one week to do this. This is me and you acting in it. And so one person is super happy, and one person is super sad the whole time. No talking. It's a silent film. Mm -hmm. But one has has a distinct frown. 
and one has a distinct smile. It's uh. So yeah, <laughs> learning or creating a new language within a week—that's harder than just learning a language in a week. We could, that's, we should actually. Okay, we pick a language though, and we just try to have a conversation it by the end of the week. That could be a really awesome. cool one. Learning one language. What a language would you suggest? Yeah, Jay. If we did that, that's a great idea. Because that's one that we could definitely do, given uh, that we're at school. We just brush up on it while we're at school. Duolingo, what have you. Wow. I say we do a Spanish for a whole week and then Spanish podcast. True, but is it's kind of new. It's not our first language for sure. We're obviously, no, no, no. I mean, we're obviously. We're very far from podcasting in it, though. Yeah. So that would be interesting, trying to have a Spanish. That's a great suggestion. Segment. I really like that. That's a very good suggestion, Mr. J-Rod. J-Rod. And so I actually know who exactly that is. It's just funny. But you don't know him. That's the oh. funny part. Um, he likes all of our reels on Instagram. Yes, he does. Spanish would be useful. Arabic. Arabic would be useful. Ah. <laughs> but a whole new alphabet is... Oh. We could do South Korean. Yeah. Because it's a new alphabet, but it's really easy. That's good. For those of you that will be eventually listening to this on Spotify, let us know how you... On Spotify, YouTube, whatever. Let us know how this format is. Like, I, I imagine it's probably weird hearing us communicate with people live. But if that's something that's odd, makes it maybe more conversational, I don't know. Give us give us suggestions, too. I mean, we're not just limited to our live audience. Absolutely. Yeah, give us suggestions. We always need new ideas. Mm. Um, but, yeah, let's go into the filming part of this. How was the first day for you? The first day for me was very... Oh, that was so oh. loud. Sorry. Was the first day for me was very... Monday or Tuesday? We, didn't film on the, we did film on the first day, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we filmed a couple of scenes. At the first day, I, whenever we first started, I just felt kind of lost. I knew what we were wanting to convey, but I just had no clue how we were going to get there. I knew we needed we estimated roughly nine shots per person, which would turn out to be roughly 18. But I had no idea how it was going to look, how it was going to flow, what I, I think oftentimes, and one of my friends writes about this constantly. She writes about perfectionism. She's become a perfectionist coach because she struggled with it. And she explains how oftentimes perfectionism masquerades itself or is it like a very good umbrella term, I, I should say, for a lot of other things and you can be a perfectionist in uh, that doesn't mean that you are obsessively compulsive or always having to meet this expectation that you place on yourself but rather it can be anxiety or it can be you know different things like that and we got in this conversation and I expressed how my experience with that a lot of times and I've noticed this with our YouTube channel that's part of why I struggle to upload sometimes is if something's just not good or we don't get the response that we want I it just kills me inside even though it shouldn't because at the end of the day we're doing this for the glory of God and for enjoyment and for longevity and long term but I sometimes I just get so caught up on what it could be and that was such a good thing to learn with the book whenever we were writing it because I didn't have time to think about it and in a way, it was the same here. I just had to let it go and let the art speak for itself and just flow and be. When I let that happen, 
the, the, the final product, given our experience and everything, I think is so beautiful and has so much potential. Yeah, I love that idea of perfectionism. Uh, it's just with your goals, it's not going to be perfect right away. Your, your first book, your first podcast, your first short film, they're all going to suck miserably most of the time. Maybe they'll just suck. But it's always going to be bad. Just don't focus on the first one. Just release it. Get it out doesn't matter how long you work on it just get it out there let that experience be useful to you and just know that your first 100 videos first 10,000 hours of anything isn't going to be great Mm -mm. but it's just about the process and just Mm -hmm. keep on trying those who don't give up are those who are going to be able to succeed it's just about failing over and over and over being okay with failure I think that's just what we've been doing with the rejection therapy and the social, the social anxiety, the social therapy, going out and just failing constantly, talking to people, talking to strangers, doing crazy things in public has just helped us with that fear of failure. Absolutely. Getting comfortable with that is going to make you so successful. Mm. Just in any form of success, emotional success, relation, relational success, yeah, money. Just- just being okay with being uncomfortable is such a useful skill. Not being comfortable with being uncomfortable, because that, that doesn't make sense. But being being brave or courageous rather than expecting safety. As yeah. I was at a retreat this past weekend, and one, it was this leadership retreat, how to be good leaders for college and for incoming freshmen. One of the seminars that I had the opportunity to, to attend was – sorry, I, I got distracted. That's such a – I like that. This is so neat having feedback. It's really cool. But I was listening in I – was, I was in the seminar, and essentially she goes up there and she says, a lot of you said that the reason you want to help these incoming freshmen – because we all got a chance to raise our hand and say why we're in this leadership position for orientation at college. And she she said, a lot of you said you want to create a safe space for new students, let make them feel comfortable and okay. I want to challenge you to get rid of that idea. That's a terrible idea. Yes. Because I want you to walk away from this knowing that you can make students feel brave, that it's not always going to be safe. Most of the time it's not going to be safe. But if you can be brave and courageous, be okay with being uncomfortable and just go into it then you can know that at least you were brave about it and it's not a question of safety or not because life's never going to always be safe you've got to take risks you've got to sacrifice but be brave be courageous do not be dismayed for the lord your god is with you wherever you go Mm. so i just started it i had to finish oh yeah (laughs) i I was i was thinking of that in my head and i was like is he gonna finish it and you did it was beautiful Yes, I love that. I love the idea. Why are we? Oh, we need a safe place for these people. We need to protect everyone's truth and everyone's reality. And we got to respect every single person. No, I mean that's quite ridiculous. Um, just because there are an endless perceptions of reality does not mean they're all true. Mm. There are correct perceptions, and there is such thing as absolute truth. You just have to accept it. And if you choose not to, that's okay. But if you're not observant of your reality, that is just a form of a mental illness. Um, of what is not truly there, that's just 
that's not okay. It's not mentally right. Is uh, skewing actual reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know where I was going. Oh, I like what that. I, I, I safe geez, places, safe places. But Self-care. I want to, I, I want to pull on that a little bit. We've, we've got plenty of time. We're only thirty-eight minutes deep so far. This is crazy. We're already on the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I love that idea that that there is absolute truth and and your reality is reality reality is your reality is my reality is still reality all the same and there's no such thing as subjective truth subjective reality that's opinion you can have an opinion on something that doesn't make it necessarily true and that doesn't make my opinion necessarily true and the beauty of of this reality thing that that we're getting on about is we're not saying reality is great or that reality isn't going to suck. Because most of the time, we live on a sinful, corrupt, evil world. So it's going to suck most of the time. And it's okay that you, that you have to come out and acknowledge these things. That something that happened when I was you know, a kid, this, this thing that my parents did or whatever. Acknowledge that wasn't okay. And, and, and process that. And move on and move forward. And acknowledge these things in your life that have happened to you that were not okay. Acknowledge that. Treat them as the fact that they're there because that's part of reality. That's They happen to you. You can't just run from them and try to find this escape, this escape, this escape. That's how so many people, I think, in college get on drugs and alcohol and nicotine is they're in this open environment for the first time in their life. They're away from, from the helicopter parents. They're away from the constriction all the the flaws of humanity for the first time in their life that they've been raised with the flaws that humans have as their parents or whatever the case whatever childhood thing they might be dealing with they get here and they're immediately escaped from it in their mind that's i mean i used to think like that when i was gone for the first time ever i'd escaped from something that's what happened to me was i escaped from this 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 environment of expectations that had always been on me in high school and growing up there was always this image that i had to portray and it was a great image and and i wish that i truly understood it and was truly that but i portrayed it i was fake growing up and because of this there were these such high expectations on me especially morally as a as a christian a lot of people held me to a very high standard as a youth because I was a youth leader in a lot of in church and in my school, which I went to a Christian school and just growing up like that is it, it put a lot on my shoulders and to not understand it and to try to run away from it and just let it all be fake and project that, which a lot of people do with Christianity. As soon as I got away from it in my mind, I've escaped it. I, I, I made it this bad thing in my head. So then all these people see me as nothing but a volleyball player because I'm new to college. They have no idea. I'm this Christian leader. They see me. He's a nice, flamboyant volleyball player. He's probably gay. That was like the first impression of me. And honestly, it was kind of refreshing to have the only expectation be to be good at volleyball at first. I thought. I thought it was refreshing. But then one thing led to another. Friends that that have these negative habits – well, they're my friends, so of course I'm going to do them. Suddenly I'm passing out shots and justifying it. I'm drinking, I'm smoking, and I'm just in this deep, gone tornado, this, this, this spiral out of control. 
all from trying to escape reality. And I think that happens to so many people. Whereas if I just confronted it, let it be okay like I'm doing now, I don't need those things or want them because I realize how much they're just there as an escape. And now I live that life. I don't fake it. I live it. I truly see God and I truly walk with God unlike ever before. And people see me differently than ever before. And it's amazing. Yeah, I love that feeling of truly walking with him where you just you're fully immersed no matter what you do you're transparent and you're always ready to be changed and but i hate how people are yeah use the things for escaping reality and thinking that it helps and just alcohol and substances being so normalized so many people are vaping and smoking and drinking and it's so more normalized for christians now i i know so many christians that are doing it and because mm. it's normal and that's their justification is it's normal and my parents condoned it and they they condemned it but it it's not that bad it's not this bad of a thing and i, I thought that's exactly what i thought i was like oh, i condemned it but look at this community it, it brings and look at this fun times it brings and uh, you know i'm not being hurt or doing anything and so it seems like perfectly normal right mm. i was like oh i can be around non-christians and i can help them um, become Christian. I can be a good influence. And it's just ridiculous. But it's just so normalized now. And it's so accepted. But it's truly people don't realize how bad it is for you. Especially when you're using it to escape your reality and your problems. People just don't realize they're not educated on how terribly it affects your neural chemistry that you're going to be so much worse set up to be able to deal with your trauma. So if you're escaping trauma through any kind of substance, it's making it worse. It's creating chemical imbalances. And there's just so much false information saying that it helps. Like, I had a long day. I need a drink. You are making that long day just longer and harder. Okay? Like, it's it's not going to help. These substances do not help with trauma or getting through anything. What truly helps is dealing with it and facing your reality getting in the room with whatever demon or trauma that you have and addressing it and dealing with it and yeah it's just awful and you know i thought the community was great with alcohol but truly once you are around drunk people sober Mm. you you completely get rid of that that um thought it's you just realize that how much being inebriated affects your cognitive function it does not help you articulate sentences at all. It does not make you think better. Smoking does not help your creativity. You know, if you if you like had like a tiny hit, that would spike creativity, like one hit. But then once you go above dopamine levels, then certain dopamine levels, your creativity just spikes down. Right. So you have this baseline, and if you microdosed, it would go up a little bit. But then with these drugs, it's like your receptors are shooting cap guns. And you smoke a joint and a cannonball is shooting through them now. So the effect is pretty great. And it's damaging. There's so much false lures out there. Like weed is natural. There's receptors in your brain that are dormant, ready to accept it. But no, these receptors are already being used for your cognitive health. And they're being damaged when you smoke. Just do research and so i hate all that false information out there that it's just useful it's not harmful and it's just good it's just a good community good times 
it's not it's not productive it's not helpful and i don't like all this acceptance with it all, even this in the christian community there's like it's fine you know I just just a couple drinks with friends but i'm like it's not productive it's not helpful and i can see times when it's it can be used for ministry like if you are going in and just sharing a beer with a, at a backyard but i have just seen so much hurt and addiction and abuse and arguments and relationships damaged than anything productive and you just truly realize like when we completely got rid of any vice in our life right any major vice anyways we realized how much happier we were in the smaller things mm-hmm. do you remember experiencing that oh i still do every single time i just it sticks with me like highlights of the week those i, I enjoy life because you can't because you're not looking at huge dopamine surges and serotonin surges that are unnatural to make your life happy you're not looking towards those fake happiness and i hate the chasing happiness you're like oh god when i was following god fully i wasn't happy so who cares about your happiness on this earth or whatever your identity is on this earth your identity should be the glorification of jesus christ that you were wonderfully and fearfully made in his image that's all that matters like this world does not matter the trials that you will face will not compare to the glory of heaven so why does that matter about your happiness see what god offers a lot of times more than happiness is peace Mm. on this life so you're going to go through trials you're going to go through tribulations um, especially when you're following god closely it's going to be hard but you're going to be offered a peace that surpasses all understanding and the ability when you completely rely on him to be used by him so when you're chasing your happiness you're like i need to be happy um this is what i identify as that i want i need to find my truth my identity once you put your identity and truth in internal in something internal and not something temporary it becomes much more meaningful it becomes much more useful and it puts your perspective right in the place where it needs to be So why does your happiness matter? Why does your comfort and happiness, why does that matter at all? If you're following God and you're like, oh, I just felt super condemned and my life wasn't filled with happiness. I know what God, when I (laughs) people say this, they're like, I know what God wants most for my life is my happiness. No, (laughs) it's not true at all. (laughs) He does not want that. He wants you. You. He wants (laughs) you for him. And that is beautiful, but he does not want your happiness. I'm sorry. Well, happiness is is a very interesting concept because what is happiness? Happiness is like it, – it's temporary. Happiness is never forever. And so if you're dealing with temporary things, then they don't matter. One moment you may be happy, and then all it takes is one flick of the switch and something happening, and you won't be happy anymore. You come down from that high, you wake up on a Saturday or a Sunday morning hungover, you are not happy. You're just not. Nope. At least I never was. I thought I, I was happy the night before. Sure. Yeah, of course I was happy whenever I was doing those things. I'm in this party. I'm living it up. There was happiness happening. Even hungover. That community of like, oh, yeah, I'm so hungover. Yeah, but then whenever I'm alone and I'm hungover, bro, and, yeah. and I've got that headache, the happiness fleets. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly. I'm a little sad. I'm a little angry. I'm, oh man, what's happening? But now, 
happiness happens sadness happens anger happens every emotion that happened before happens now but i have joy and i'm able to take those emotions and run to god with them and understand them do something with them confront them and realize that these temporary emotions that do not control your life like instead of being a slave to my happiness i'm not a slave to my happiness anymore i don't have to be happy to be content you know the name of our short film stop being happy stop being happy and that is we portray this crazy vague idea throughout the whole thing but the whole idea of it which can be interpreted in many ways we're trying to phrase it like a parable that's how we're trying to construct it but stop being happy doesn't matter yeah happiness doesn't matter because again i just love like that point just saying that out loud i i would rather be joyful than be and have peace than be a slave to my happiness that's a quote right there stop being a slave to your happiness i love that oh that was a runner thought right there but it's true but your happiness does not matter because once you can become beyond those things look at these people who are successful let's look at it exclusively from a world point of view right now just for a second if we look at people who are worldly identified with success and we're talking lots of money and lots of cars, whatever, let's say Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or whatever, he's got that success, uh, Oprah, I don't know, P- pick a celebrity and they have all this money, they have all this success and whatever. I had somewhere so good I was going with this. Uh, you, you want me to continue the thought? I have a good idea good way to go with it yeah yeah That's please right. do so with their success it's amazing on this earth but what this earth is what this life is is a vapor and so when you fill the vapor with things that are internal and are going to last forever you find much more fulfillment and peace and joy than this happiness but like you, you can be super successful in this life in this vapor but doesn't matter the years go by like this what does it all matter it's gone so quickly so why does it why are you so stressed about that when you can have peace stop being happy Mm. yeah money doesn't buy money doesn't buy happiness because happiness or it buys temporary happiness money doesn't buy joy in this lifetime yeah, money doesn't buy joy. Money buys happiness. Hundred percent, money buys happiness. But it's temporary. Yeah. Soon as that, soon as that that high goes away, soon as you get so your much health. money that you can buy whatever the heck you want, your health starts to decline, and suddenly you look back, and thirty years of your life that you could have spent with your family, or you could have spent on fire doing something you care about or are passionate about, but instead you devoted to being a slave to your happiness. I promise you will regret that. There are so many people who give that advice who are who are old. Old people say, I wish I would have done something I was passionate about. I wish I would have cared about this. I wish I would have cared about this. I regret this. I regret this. Yet I'll, none of us listen. I'll give you a great example. Johnny Cash. His life was ideal. Celebrity life. Full of money and women. And just the whole celebrity yeah. package his last song what was his last song i don't know if it's his very last song but it's called a pile of dirt and it's talk about his life that's all he thinks it's worth now it's just a big pile of dirt when you compare it to what god wants 
and it's an amazing song and it really puts it into perspective but yeah why don't we listen to to other people's mistakes don't don't learn from your own learn from other people's mistakes you know and yeah i love that idea like that's so many old people Mm -hmm. go do the thing that's gonna pay you less that you're passionate about it's always worth it go ask the person that you really want to get to know what what the best part of their week was Stop living with regrets and stop not taking risks, you know? And start following God. Goodness gracious. It is way too close to the end of time to not be realizing that God's real. Wait. I, I was just sharing the gospel <laughs> with this boy at gymnastics because he said he was an atheist. And I was like, why are you an atheist? I said, you know A.D. and B.C.? He's like, yeah. You know, the, this, the split in time. Before Christ and A.D., he's like, what is A.D.? I was like, Anno Domini. It's Latin for in the time of the Lord. And I was like, there is a time split. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ died on the Christ, on the cross, and that is where time was divided. And that is what we've been using for thousands of years, and now they're trying to get rid of it with C.E. and B.C. or something, but or B.E. and C.E. And they're trying to get rid of it now. But I was like, that is he's obviously here and obviously he had a huge influence for time to be based around him and he was like i was like jesus christ died for your sins he was like i was like all right let's play a game guys (laughs) all right let's do flips yeah and so yeah it was just to look in his eyes i was like i was like this man split time in half you know yeah isn't that crazy Oh, yeah. I just, it's just so impossible for me to deny. Every tongue will will confess. Every knee will bow. <sighs> well, that's what it was like to be directors in a week. Well, I think we should talk about the challenge, but I think we got off on quite the We side did. There. I loved it. Let's talk about the actual film. I think, you know, I don't think it's going to spoil much with Very about true. The, all this views that the short film is going to get. Yeah, this I is think true. all caps stop being happy. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Do we yeah. put like in parentheses a short film? Yeah, I think so. I think all short films have that, or yeah. maybe not. Stop being happy. Stop being happy. Always repost it. Yeah, we'll, we'll repost it several times. I have complete faith this is gonna get views. <laughs> Uh, but the short film, yeah, so it centers around the two people, like you said. Uh, oftentimes, I think people tend to go to extremes for comparisons. If I had nothing and lived in a van and all I had to do was travel, I would be happy. If I had everything, uh, I, you know, if I was PewDiePie on YouTube or, or if I was, you know, Elon Musk, whatever, then I'd be happy. But also, middle, upper class middle lower class the average person or most of you are yeah the 99 (laughs) happiness is a facade it's so unimportant and so it centers around these two people who one person is way upper middle class drives a c7 corvette that's a fifty thousand dollar car and they enjoy a nice house Nice neighborhood, nice shower, nice coffee. Mm. Their food was not from a box in the freezer aisle. Their food is healthy and regenerating. 
They give forty forty dollars in tithe at church. They have, lots, they have plenty of change. Money. They have no worries. Hundreds about money. of dollars of cash in the wallet. And then a frown, yeah, a frown, the whole time, through everything. And this person is a deacon in church. They're passing that plate around to people. They're putting their forty dollars in. And they're passing it around to people. And it's nothing but a frown. No matter what. There's times where it's close. It's so close to being a smile. But it's just a frown. And then there's another guy. And this guy has the exact same life, but margins worse. Yeah, but less. It's like, yeah, like you said, middle upper class and middle middle lower class. Yeah. This guy's middle lower class. Yeah. I think like a like a college student is what I think of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he, he's shopping for, for ramen, for, for mac and cheese, for banquet, you know, single serve meals. Oof, that was delicious. Uh, it actually looked, he kind of was good. <laughs> it was the Dijon mustard. And it was yeah. what made it. But uh he's he doesn't he has ten dollars in his wallet and that's it. And he's got just nothing really. I mean he's not, you know, starving or anything he's got food he's got a little bit of money but he's got a smile an outrageous smile scary it's creepy it's repulsive honestly yeah it's uncomfortable you're gonna see the beginning of the movie you see you see both of them wake up in their respective beds and you go uh yeah you see that uncomfortable smile the frown just the, i mean he just looks so depressed but the smile is psychotic almost because it's so unusual. Yet this person has every reason not to be happy. I promise you the person who's smiling is not happy that they're they're having to eat way worse of food or they're not happy that they're having they have no money. Mm-hmm. Stop saying I'll be happy when. Yeah. Be happy right now. You know, your happiness or your joy, whatever. Yeah. Your peace does not have to be when. It can be right now. Yep. It is a state of mind and most useful with Christ. And that's why it's so beautiful that that smile is happening the entire time through every, the car, his car, it took, takes a few times to start it and it struggles. It sounds like a really unoiled machine from like the 1950s, from the industrial revolution. It does not sound good. The car needs brakes. Our friend's car, who we who we modeled it after, oh, yeah. needs brakes, Chase. But yeah, just that idea that that happiness is is it fades. It's so unimportant. So stop being a slave to it, and be joyful. And there's so many more things you can take out of this too. And we're gonna leave that to you. Unless it, would you add more? Yeah, I think. Uh, since if like, some if uh, we're definitely gonna get less podcast listeners than views, so I think we should give them the sneak peek to list to look oh. for Bible verses within the short film that are hidden. Some are very apparent that everyone will see, but some are very hard to see. Some impossible made by Brian, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's hidden Bible verses, and it's just a great short film that can be interpreted in so many ways. Is what we wanted in Catalyst. We were like. Um, yeah, I want this to be interpreted in many ways, like a story or a parable. Now, I don't want this to be a, just a general concept, like 
the rich are, you know, but money doesn't buy happiness or just a general concept that can only be interpreted one way. I want this to be able to speak to many people with many different stories. Mm. And I really think we've got something that does that. I really do. Oh, I think this short film was great for our first one. I'm so excited. Me too. I think it'll be like our comedy routine, you know. For our first one, not bad. We got a lot of likes. We you know, we got a lot of great constructive criticism and a lot of just helpful comments that were so supportive and they really just enjoyed our comedy though. It was great. I'm excited. Go listen to that podcast and that YouTube video. That's a a good one. But that being said. Well, let's. You want to think about next week's challenge for a second? Well, yeah. I was going to say, let's let's do a little brainstorming live. Live live and not live brainstorming. What can we do next week? You have anything in the idea of trying to. I do have a note for this. I don't know if I have anything written that would be useful. I haven't written anything in for a while I like the idea of cooking cooking ethnic dishes that's just fun it's expensive but it's fun yeah uh, I also like the idea of language language is just always amazing and in here I have flip phone only for a week that we also expensive some diets travel for a week that's probably not going to work cheapest flight round trip challenge that would have been good for spring break if I didn't yeah. work every day. Um, random acts of kindness. Wear a suit every day, all day for a week. We could do that. Wear a suit. I think that'd be a very interesting podcast, and it makes a good video. We like. What happens if you? What happens when 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 you wear a suit in public? I don't know. It, it'll it'll be a good time. That's the challenge for this next week. Next week, brainstormed. Boom. Yeah. So what we got is we're going to wear fancy clothes every day, going to wherever school. Well, I can't wear it to work, but Same. but after work, you know, we got school every day. So I'm going to wear a suit every single day. But here, here's the kicker: is because people ask. Yeah, every time I've worn a suit, people yeah. always ask why I'm dressed down. I don't want people to think like, oh, we wanted your suggestions, and now we're not going to listen to them. No, we're going to listen to them. They're going. I I took a screenshot of them. We're they're going in the they're going in the yeah, bank. Yeah. It's just we want to do them on a week where we can genuinely do them, and it's not going to be half effort because we want to do things that will. They're good ideas, and we don't want to just half do them because of school or because of anything like that. So, we're going to do them as we have lighter weeks we can do the language thing like learning a new language this summer that's such a great challenge because we're not going to have school going on yeah or even just on on a break or a time that we have the summer hiking somewhere every new every day is going to be awesome we're definitely going to do that yeah even communicating for a day in rhyming couplets yeah maybe we'll probably never try that but it was great suggestion craig Thank you. But try harder. All right? Try or die. No, I was kidding. I liked it. That is, yeah. It's a very out-of-the-box one. Uh, I like it. It's just the, the, the clickability of the title, couplets. I wouldn't click a YouTube video that said the word couplets. So, challenge for the viewer this week. Only speak in rhyming couplets. Uh, I would say either, which one should we choose? Oh, I got wear, one. Hold on. Wear a suit one day this week. 
or like fancy clothes or make a short like 30 second to a minute reel on instagram or youtube i say do both literally do both. I, like just one day this week just dress up go just tent like to the tent just dress in your best clothes but not for anything specific just to go not out. for anything where every it has to be where people aren't normally dressed up like that like go to walmart dressed up or something like that you know? or your chess club or a party yeah whatever it is all right but we don't condone parties. we don't condone parties but if you're going to one just try it yeah. try the suit thing you know yeah just and wherever you're going. Furthermore, there's a trending sound on yes. Instagram. This is the challenge right here. Yeah, this is like a challenge challenge. There's this trending uh, uh, sound on Instagram where essentially, let me see if I can play it really quick because I know we have it on our Yeah, it just talks channel. about just go and make a short film. No matter how small, no matter how cheesy, no matter whether your friends and your sister star in it, put your name on it as director. Now you're a director. Everything after that, you're just negotiating your budget. This That's essentially it. This inspired us. The sound inspired us to do this challenge. Yeah. It's the idea that just go film something. Go film a couple shots. Get anyone to act in it. It could be you, your brother, your sister, your cat, your dog. I don't know. But just film a couple things and say you directed it. Then congratulations. You're a director. Bam. Just from that. Just from that. Publish it. Done. Done. And that's how it is in life. You just take things by the... Ball sack. I didn't want to say it. Mm. I'm so thank you. You take things by the ball sack, and or horns, whatever is your preferred cup of tea there, but and just do it. It's gonna yeah. suck. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It, maybe you're gifted. Maybe you're a prodigy. But still, your future ones are gonna be better. Mm-hmm. Always. You're always gonna improve. Just accept that fact. And so let that motivate you. Always seek to make the next thing that you produce just a little bit better. As much as possible better, but make it a little bit better than the last thing. And around Tuesday, Wednesday, go check out our short film, Stop Being Happy. So that'll be what? That'll be March um, 21st or 22nd. This is already tomorrow, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, on March 21st or 22nd, go um, check out the short film, Stop Being Happy. It is going to be awesome. Let us know what, how you interpret it, what it means to you. Yeah. Other than that, I so excited for it. Yeah, that's gonna be great. But that's the that's the challenge for for the viewer. Is do one do one or both of of those two things. But this has been the Try or Die. Ch- <laughs> this has been the Try or Die podcast. What's that? Do a wraparound. <laughs> This has been the Try or Die Podcast. My name is Ben Bally. And my name is Braden Ball. Travel the path less traveled on. I think Braden has about an hour and a half. I really do. I edited the short film all night last night, and I don't regret it for a second. An hour and a half of probably sleep for the total 24 hours. No, more than 24. More than 24 hours. About about 36 now. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening, the two yeah. viewers that stuck stuck around. Thank you all for tuning in. It's been a joy, always is. We'll sit around and oh, sorry, let's end the podcast. Yeah, going in the podcast. You you say it again. Oh, yeah. Okay, podcast is done. Done. Thank <laughs> you for listening. Love yeah. you.
But now we're going to stick around for the live stream. And if anyone wants to comment and talk to us, we will talk. But the podcast that will be on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify is over. Right.